Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hi everyone, this is David Hicks. And this is Ida Hicks. And we are Adventist Frontier Missions missionaries and we are working in the country of Mozambique in southeastern Africa. We would love to share a few of our stories with you. And here's my story entitled, No is Not an Answer. In 2019, we saw the sights, heard the sounds, and smelled the smells of Mozambique for the first time. We had traveled seven hours by car from the AFM South Africa office in Dundee to Maputo, the capital of Mozambique. Maputo has a population of 1.2 million people, and it seems like half of them are on the street at any time. The two-lane road often has five or six lanes of cars pushing through intersections and around stopped buses. People use their horn like turn signals. How are we going to learn to drive comfortably in this chaos? Because the city lacks parking, vehicles park on the sidewalks, forcing pedestrians to walk in the streets. As we weaved around women carrying bowls of fruit on their heads, boys washing parked cars, and merchants pushing two-wheeled carts loaded with wares, as we walked our noses were filled with the smells of fish from the market, fried food from the restaurants, and urine drying on walls, and oily smoke from vehicles. Soon we were spotted by the street vendors and a circle of men surrounded us, shouting to get our attention. Dozens of vendors thrust handfuls of wooden carvings, paintings, handbags, or trinkets in front of our faces all at once. Each vendor claimed that we needed to buy from them. One would claim that we were their first customer of the day, so they would give us a deep discount. Another would beg us to buy from them so they could have food to eat. We told them, no, 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 we are not interested. But they didn't listen. They followed us down the street, dodging cars, lowering their prices as we walked. They would not take no for an answer. Finally, we gave in and purchased a few carvings because of their persistence. What would missionary work look like if we promoted the gospel in the same persistent manner as the street merchants? Here is our second story. And this story I will entitle as Tangerines. May, June, and July are the months for citrus fruits in Mozambique. Early morning, we start our day with a fresh lemon squeezed into a glass of water. 
a large, sweet, juicy, easy to peel tangerines are our favorite. We love eating plates full of them for breakfast and supper. Our bodies love the vitamin C. The outdoor fruit and vegetable market does have tangerines for sale in the town, but the ladies there sell them stacked in small piles of four or five for the price of a quarter. Outside of town, where the tangerine trees are laden with ripe fruit, people sell tangerines for less than $2 for a five-gallon bucket. Drivers need to be aware when passing orchards or small farms along the highways. Often children and adults gesticulating wildly with coconuts or other fruit in their hands will step out onto the road right in front of you. They have five-gallon buckets of tangerines, oranges, lemons, coconuts, pumpkins, mangoes, passion fruits, and more. If you want to buy from them, all you need to do is stop and they will come to your car window. We have become acquainted with many farmers and their families. One time, Edie even joined a lady picking mangoes from a tree beside a farmhouse. After we pay for our fruit, we always leave the farmer with an evangelistic book to read. It's our way of casting the gospel seed for a spiritual harvest. A couple weeks ago, when a heavy rain was falling, two soaking wet boys ages 10 and 12 were at the side of the road selling tangerines. We stopped and purchased two buckets and left them with two books before they delightedly ran to a coconut leaf shelter. May the Holy Spirit water those spiritual seeds. In the third story, Edie will tell us about a special blind woman called Vovolora. Here is her story. Vovolora is a gentle, widow woman in her 60s whom we met while shuttling church members around our community during, during a Feed the Hunger initiative. She lives alone, abandoned and uncared for after the death of her husband, because her extended family accuses her of using an evil curse to cure him. When he entered her fenced yard, we immediately noticed how clean and organized it, it was. There was a tidy pile of sticks next to her fire pit. The sandy yard has been swept clear of leaves. Vovolaura's home is comprised of two rooms. She sleeps in one room and cooks in the other. We are amazed that she can maintain all this while being completely blind. Vovolaura told us that before she lost her eyesight, she memorized her yard and street. Now, she remembers the, num the number of steps she needs to walk between her house and everywhere else she needs to go. She planted and maintains a large garden across the street. The government gives her a monthly check that might buy a single meal at a nice restaurant. She struggles with hunger, buying clothes, acquiring firewood, and hauling water. We regularly bring food, money, firewood, and other necessities to Vovo Laura. Each visit, we pray with her and encourage her with Bible promises. One of the young men from our church, an orphan since age five, has adopted her as his own mom. Please pray that God will bless Vava Laura and draw her heart into a loving relationship with Him. In the middle of December 2021, a group from our church, Women's Ministry Department, and I went to a number 
of non-native families in Mashish. We distribute used clothes, used shoes, and bags of food that the church members had donated. As I drove the church ladies from house to house, we checked off the list of needy families, finally arriving at the last name on our list, Amelia, the new lady visiting our church. The problem was that nobody knew where she lived or what her phone number was. Finally, one of the ladies noted that she lived somewhere near Vovo Laura, the blind lady we had been helping. When we pulled up outside Vovo Laura's house, she recognized the sound of our car and stepped outside. She was surprised at the number of church ladies at her door. We need your help, we said. We would like to visit Amelia, but none of us know where she lives. Vovolaro grabbed her walking stick and led everyone out her gate. Turned right and proceeded to lead us down the street. Can you picture it in your mind? A blind lady walking white, tapping her stick and being followed by a procession of ladies from women's ministries walking right behind her and carrying food. At the next street, she turned left and continued walking. We continued to follow her. We could see a smile on Vavalada's face because she knew she was participating in our outreach effort. When she turned right at the next street, I suggested to the other driver that day that we go back and drive our cars in case Amela's house turned to be a little bit a long distance. It was a good thing we did because Amelia's house required a long walk. When we arrived, Amelia was glad to see us and was very thankful for the donations we gave her. She has been faithful in attending church every Sabbath since then. The Lord can use anybody in His work, even a blind lady guiding a group of sighted people. If we wish to be used by God, we need only to be willing and available. You can see Vava Laura in a short film called Day in the Life of an AFM Missionary, featuring David and Edie Hicks on Adventist Frontier Missions' YouTube page. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. If you would like to know more about David and Edie Hicks, then please visit our website at www.afmonline.org. Then go to the missionaries page and search for their names. There you will find different articles of their adventures in the mission field. David and Edie Hicks have been serving the Tonga people of Mozambique in Africa since 2015. The Tonga number is about 335,000 people that speak two languages, Itonga, a tribal language, and Portuguese. The Hickses will be focusing on local needs such as women's literacy, health, and youth activities. Through this work, they hope to build interest in Bible studies, prophecy seminars, pathfinders, and Adventist youth. Please pray for them that God will use them in a mighty way to show the Tonga people the saving love of Jesus Christ their Savior. You can choose to support Davy and Edie by contributing a once-off payment or make a monthly installment, or you can choose to receive a monthly report from them about their experiences in the field. Make sure to join us again next week for more inspiring stories from the missionaries as they continue to reach the unreached. Side by